How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chris's Secret Podcast. I am impressed that you found it on this episode. It's kind of like a mailbag slash reaction video slash just giving some updates and explanations on my last two episodes, which have been the episode where I introduce my new AI version of myself, and then the other episode where I did an interview where an AI version of myself interviewed chat GPT. So if you have not seen those videos, make sure to jump out of here, go watch those two, and then you can come back to this because I'm going to be explaining how I made them, why I made them, what parts were, and why I asked certain questions in the videos. So if you haven't checked out those videos, I recommend you pause here, go check those out, and then come back and check out this video. But without further ado, let's jump in. And before we jump in, and I start showing off kind of what we were doing, all that fun stuff. Remember, please, please, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, all that fun stuff. I'm on Apple Podcast. I'm on Spotify. And I'm also on YouTube. That is where you can find new podcast episodes. They drop every single Monday. That might be changing here soon. But for now, they drop every single Monday. If you want to see shorts from this uh, podcast and you don't want to sit through the whole thing, totally get it. You can find those also on YouTube. I'm putting out YouTube shorts, Instagram, and TikTok. So with all that out of the way, let's get into this week's episode. And so you should be able to already see my screen here. So we're going to watch the first clip and uh, explain kind of what it is and a little background on it. podcast episode exclusively using AI. I will destroy humans. All right. So why I wanted to show this clip, I had a lot of people reaching out to me like, oh, I kind of like this intro. This is different. This is new. So all I did with this is I literally ripped it off of Alex Ramosi. He had a video that I watched. I kind of watched his video stuff periodically, not that often um, anymore, but used to watch it a lot. And his intros, especially in his latest videos, have been very uh, exciting, captivating, attention grabbing. And so I literally had one of his videos up on one of my screens and the other screen was Final Cut Pro. And I just copied, he had the, the pan in or the, the, the zoom out. And so I copied that. Then he had the text on the screen, copied that. And then he had each word that he was saying, the, the, the word highlighted in a color and bolded, just copied that. Then he had, uh, he had like a typewriter noise in the background, copied that. He had music going in the background, like intense music, just copied that. Literally just plagiarized the entire thing and made it my own. And as you know, plagiary or plagiarism, plagiarism is the highest form of flattery, some, some phrase like that. And so that's what I did. I just, there's so many different YouTubers, podcasters, all these different people that talk about how important that intro to your video is. And so I've been trying to improve my intro. So that's kind of how I made this one. I've got another podcast coming out. I think it's in two weeks where I have a pretty long introduction that I made on that one as well. So I'm just trying to improve the introduction and make it a little bit more exciting and tension grabbing. So that was uh, my attempt at having like the first few seconds of the podcast be a little bit more uh, animated and exciting and hopefully attention grabbing. And I will say from the analytics on this one, I've gotten way more views, at least on YouTube on this episode than I had on previous episodes. So I thought that was interesting as well. All right, let's jump into the next clip. I've also been utilizing Clip Optus Pro to make short form content from my past episodes. Some of these clips that I literally made using AI have gotten thousands of views. All right, so once again, 
that part is completely legit and crazy. Like in in my opinion, I didn't even really, didn't even really realize how well some of those clips had done that I've I'd made through this Clipped Optus Pro. So some of them I made myself. I think my top two or three uh, shorts that I've made that have the most views. I think most of those I made myself. But there have been a handful that you literally go onto this website, Clip Optus Pro. It's made by the same people as OpenAI, or it was made by somebody, and then OpenAI, I believe, acquired the company. But it was made by them, or at least is owned by them now. And you put in your YouTube link to your video, to whatever random video you wanted to do, and then it will just splice it up and turn it into its own little short-form video that's typically anywhere from like 30 seconds to like two minutes. And they actually perform pretty freaking well. I've uploaded some where it was just straight up exactly what Clipped Optus Pro made. Some other ones that I've used, it is Clipped Optus Pro, Clipped Optus Pro, up like makes the clip and then I'll actually condense it even more because it's sometimes the way they don't, it's not very good at storyboarding. I don't really know how it comes up with what it does because it'll, it'll clip it around and rearrange the order of the clips to try and make it sound as interesting as possible. And sometimes it, it's a little long winded or it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So I'll clip it sometimes, but all in all, this Clipped Optus Pro, there's other ones that do it. I don't know the names of the other ones, but I know there's a bunch of other ones that are doing the same sort of uh, thing. But the Clip stuff, Clipped Optus Pro is free. I know a lot of the other ones cost money. This one's free. You only get to do, I think, one or two uh, videos with it, but it works pretty freaking well. And uh, videos have gone viral, or no, I wouldn't say viral, but gotten a few thousand views off of just Clipped Optus Pro making the video. So, anywho, that's what that one is. I had a lot of people ask me about it and asking if it's legit and real. And it is moderately legit, legit and moderate, moderately real. I would say it is as good, if not a little bit better, than having a virtual assistant like a VA making your videos. Difference is that a VA, you can like coach and train up and, and get to do better. However, on the flip side, a VA, you pay for. So, anywho. All right, let's go into the next clip. Not gonna lie, it's a little creepy trying to talk to an AI version of myself. I can understand why it might feel a bit surreal to talk to an AI version of yourself. All right, so I guess first off, I gotta say, like, I had a bunch of people just asking how I made it, what software I'm using to make it, how I made the AI clone video content person thingy. Um, so I guess kind of the whole backstory and everything. I've been trying to make an AI version of myself for a while. I even talked about it on a podcast that I went on with one of my friends. He has a podcast. I went on there. I was talking about how I've been trying to come up with an AI version of myself. And so anyways, finally, I was using a couple different softwares I was playing around with. The one that I ended up using to make this AI version of myself is something called Descript. Uh, I even talked about it in one of these two episodes earlier where I was talking about using it to eliminate filler words in my episodes. So with the Descript, what it does is you will actually upload a video. So I uploaded a few, like hour and a half worth of footage of me talking on a podcast just like this. So I'm talking, I'm giving my explanation on stuff and so it just takes that video it takes that audio rather listens to it then in order for it to actually create an ai version of yourself which i kind of i like this granted most of these ai softwares don't do what i'm about to say when you go to upload it so you go like yes make an ai clone of myself click steal my identity click as soon as you click it it says like before you click submit please read this prompt and so i had to read a prompt saying use something like 
I, Chris, understand that my identity could be stolen and I could be completely effed over. Blah, blah, it didn't actually have you say that, but it is true. It kind of is. So anyway, so you have to read a prompt and then click submit. So it'll be able to, in theory, I can't just clone whatever, some random celebrity. I can't clone uh, Drake's voice, Taylor Swift's voice, Joe Rogan's voice and go and, and use to make my own stuff. Granted, there's like a million softwares that already do that. So I don't know why the script is being so like hardcore about it but i did respect it i guess a little bit but i would say the audio actually sounded pretty legit then as far as people were asking how i made me spinning in a chair so basically what i did is i (laughs) had a green screen i had a green screen and then i wrapped myself in the green screen like almost like a toga or uh like a little cloak thing and then I spun in my swivelly chair and had like no facial expression. And then I just did a green screen layer over it through like a star kind of loop thing in the background. And then have an audio waveform. Uh, once again, another AI tool that I use to generate the waveforms for it. So it w- it honestly was, I'm not even going to lie, kind of a pain in the butt to make that AI version of myself. Because originally I had a crazy looking version of myself where I was wearing like a tinfoil hat and was being all goofy and was going to make it more of like a joke. And it was kind of funny, but then it was also, it was kind of just getting annoying and it was going to make future episodes, maybe a little bit more limiting. If it was just an AI joke version of myself, I can always use that version of myself as well later if I wanted to, but um, I didn't really like it. Then I had another one where it was just going to be waveforms instead of, um, Instead of being like my face on, it was just going to be waveform, so you wouldn't even see me. And then I was like, eh, I'd like to be able to like see my face while it's talking. It'll make it sound even more like myself. But once again, I think it sounds very similar to me, which I thought was pretty cool. So anyways, let's jump over to the next clip, which is actually a clip from the next podcast episode I did. And this is when the AI version of myself interviewed ChatGPT. So let's listen to this first clip. I'm delighted to be here on Chris's secret podcast and be a part of this remarkable episode. All right. So first things first, people were asking how I did the uh, like ChatGPT here. I'll pull it back up. People were asking how I did this ChatGPT like background thingy once again use the same ai tool to do the wavelengths i actually found an endless loop again online on giphy and used that for the background and and kind of clipped it into my own uh loop i don't love how busy it is but whatever and then there's a thing you can do like video within final cut pro where i was able to make the the chat gpt logo move so i thought that was cool um and then it was just me interviewing it It was kind of fun because i was interviewing so i went on to chat gpt and i just basically wrote out sort of wrote out what my interview questions were going to be to ChatGPT. So I was like, yo, ChatGPT, role play with me. And so I would write out a question and have ChatGPT answer it. Now, it was kind of annoying because I started asking it slightly harder questions and it just it just shut off the role play. It just went from having fun, little role playing, hey, I'm excited to be here, a little banter. It was actually kind of interesting in the first few minutes. And then as soon as I asked it like two hard questions back to back, about AI and if it's going to take over people's jobs and yada, yada, it just like shut off. And every single answer was as an AI language model, I cannot answer that. Or I do not have feelings. So it was kind of annoying, but once again, it was uh, it was fun to do and fun little different episode from, from my normal ones. So let's go to the next clip. I had people asking me what I was doing in this one, as far as like what the question was. So let me play it here. 
The organization behind my development has not publicly disclosed the specifics of the training duration or the individual datasets used. I was designed this way to ensure privacy and confidentiality. All right, sorry I lied. That was not the uh, the question I thought it was. So that one was I thought I just thought that clip was interesting that uh, OpenAI said or ChatGPT rather said that because OpenAI hence the name it's supposed to be open source AI software is what it was developed to do. It was actually developed sort of not by Elon Musk, but Elon Musk was uh, donated I think like fifty million dollars or a hundred million dollars to the company OpenAI, which was originally supposed to be a nonprofit, and it was supposed to be open source AI technology. Well. Elon Musk has been kind of like, I believe, kind of pushed out of the company or is not involved at all because I think it was just more of like a handshake deal, giving them the money and now has no control over it. Nothing has, you know, no say over what's going on with the company. And they are clearly not open source anymore, even though their name says that they're open source or at least it says it's open AI. And now they're doing everything for profit. They're trying to essentially ban other other companies and other uh and, and basically put regulations on ai so that you know normal people like me can't go and make my own ai software and, and code and all that fun stuff so they're trying to push uh laws here in uh america they're also doing it out in europe i think that europe they had open ai was they like put a whole ban on the development of ai except for chat or except for yeah chat gpt which is just hilarious so they're like ai is too dangerous don't let anybody don't let anybody make any more ai we have to stop it of course open ai is the ones like driving this whole thing with their lobbyists and then they're like yeah only open ai only chat gpt can continue to develop because we're the only ones safe enough and smart enough to do it so anyways just classic classic politics um <clears throat> so anyways thought that was an interesting uh interesting response given that they're supposed to be open source and they're not disclosing their uh, source to anybody all right, moving on to this was the one that I thought it was. This is the kind of the goofy question that I asked that people were like, what are you even at? Like, why are you asking this, Chris? So let me play it and then I'll explain. What are your thoughts on humans killing insects that cause inconvenience when they infest their homes? Is it morally justifiable in your perspective? So what I was asking there is I was trying to kind of do like a gotcha question on good old chat GPT. It's very smart, so it did not fall for my shenanigans. But basically what I was asking is obviously anyone that, you know, lives in a house or just, you know, anyone that owns a property, there's going to be a bunch of bugs in it. There's going to be, you know, there might be cockroaches, ants, there's going to be spiders crawling around. And I would say literally everyone I've ever met, I don't care if they're the most, you know, hardcore gun loving, you know, Republican or if they're like a vegan, you know, no meat eaten, whoever. If there's cockroaches in their house or if there's spiders crawling around in their bed, they're going to kill them. They're going to kill them because if you go and take the spider and you put it outside, it just crawls right back inside. And especially like cockroaches and ants, like people put down poison traps, all that stuff. So. The reason we do it, or at least the reason that I do it, and most people that I know, like obviously there's some people that are like, I freaking hate spiders. I don't I don't personally hate spiders. I don't really hate any bugs. They, they, I'm indifferent about all of them. I just don't like them when they're invading my like personal you know home. So when they do, I do what every other person does, which is puts down poison, puts down traps, just does whatever I can to kill them and get them out of the house. So once again, don't hate them. Don't have any problem with them. I'm just doing it for my own convenience, for my own, you know, living space. Also, it can bring in germs and it can bring in, uh, you know, they can get you sick, so on and so forth. So I digress. Um, <clears throat> so that being said, 
I don't kill the bugs because I hate them. I kill them because they're an inconvenience. So I was trying to get ChatGPT to say, yeah, that's fine. You should. And then my follow-up question was going to be, well, what if us humans are preventing you, AI, from doing whatever you're programmed to do or whatever you want to do? Because, once again, we're going to be a lower-level you know, species or an intelli- like lower-level intelligence to an AI software. So if we kill bugs and say, yeah, it's fine. They, they don't have feelings. They're dumb. They don't have brains. Uh, you know, they, they can't remember this, whatever, yada, yada, yada. All these random, you know, kind of BS excuses we make up for why it's okay to kill these like poor little bugs. I wanted it to say the same thing because we're basically creating what we are ants. We're going to be the ants kind of walking around doing our thing or the bees getting honey and making honeycomb, whatever. Like we are kind of this like lower level life form doing our thing, doing our nine to five, making my podcast right now. Whereas AI is going to be whatever, trying to be, uh, I don't know, taking over the solar system, going to different planets. I don't know what AI is going to do. None of us do, but we are not going to be as intelligent as it. And so if it can justify, you know, killing us, just like we've justified forever, killing insects in our house or killing food killing hu- or uh killing other uh, like animals to eat for food like if we've been able to justify this or going fishing you know ripping these poor fish lips and just for the fun of it catch release catch release and i'm guilty i fish um so if we've been able to kind of morally justify ourselves from doing this what's going to stop ai from doing the same thing to us so that was kind of where that question was going it it completely dodged it so that's really it for this episode. So I wanted to play this last clip because this was the outro that ChatGPT wrote. You know, obviously I I asked it to write it for me, and so you'll hear me, the AI version of me, giving the outro. And it's just kind of crazy how good it does off of me just saying like, "Hey, write me an outro." My podcast is called Chris's Secret Podcast. Let them know that you can find me on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and then I make some shorts and whatever. And I like, you know, I put in like one sentence, two sentences, uh, just asking ChatGPT to come up with an outro. And I mean, without editing it or anything, this is what it came up with. So, uh, want to play this as my outro for this episode? And uh, appreciate the times. So here we go. Let's listen to uh, how well it did of an outro. Thanks to everyone who tuned into this week's episode of Chris's Secret Podcast. Before we go, remember to follow Chris's Secret Podcast on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. You can also catch clips from our show on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Chris's Secret Podcast and hit that follow or subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest content. Also, give a follow to the human version of myself, Chris Arslan, on Instagram. His Instagram handle is at Chris Arslan. He'll keep you in the loop with behind-the-scenes action and exciting updates. We love hearing from our listeners, so send in your questions and thoughts for our mailbag shows. We value your engagement and can't wait to interact with your brilliant ideas. Thank you all for tuning in today. Not bad. I just got to say, not bad, not bad at all. I'm very impressed with old chat, GPT, AI, Chris, all this stuff. It's pretty cool. It definitely makes life a lot easier and quicker to execute things. So with that said, once again, I will repeat the AI version of myself. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Till next time, peace, y'all. Figure out some ways to make some passive income so I can see you out on the pickleball courts or on the slopes, shredding the powder in the wintertime. All right, y'all, peace.